Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Enigma Zone. So, a lot of things have happened in the past month. We adopted another dog. This dog we adopted from a shelter. Her name is Boots, like Puss in Boots. She is a miniature schnauzer slash terrier mix. She looks like a little gray wolf. Um, and we have another dog, a miniature schnauzer, Athena. She's cream. And... Athena is, we've had her since January of 2022, and she's six months, and Boots is four months. Uh, Athena is crazy and hyperactive, that's the same, kind of the same thing, well, you know. And I wanted a dog, another one, because I felt Athena needed a friend. She would get, she always gets so excited when she sees other puppies, um, the neighbors have little kids and like two little cute they have miniature schnauzers too so every time they go outside they call to her and she's there like so excited and i i felt bad like oh i wanted a, more than that i also wanted another dog so if you can hear them in the background right now i kicked them to the backyard just kidding i didn't kick them out but um they're they love playing outside so they're there and we adopted so and to our surprise, unhappy surprise, that same afternoon that we adopted Boots, um, we took her into that adoption agency because they said that she was missing some uh, another vaccine they were going to give her there. And she got diarrhea before we even got to the place. Liquid. TMI. And I was like, oh, hell no. Like, what is wrong with this dog? I was worried because Athena's still... Uh, a puppy and she's already basically done with her vaccinations but still you know and they were like oh she has anxiety she you know i was like yeah i guess that makes sense and they feed them pedigree apparently and a, my brother-in-law says that pedigree is like terrible um so i was like okay i guess i mean it was different than athena athena's never had pooping problems but again she wasn't a shelter dog we we got her you know we bought her off somebody adopt on shop and um so i was really worried and they gave her it was like a parvo vaccine that she needed another one and the diarrhea continued the soft stools and stuff like that i was really worried i told them like yo what's going on they i have to admit i they graciously sent us to a vet that works with this adoption agency and they gave us a free stool sample kit and we found out that she had uh, coccidia or something like that which is basically a parasite um, that causes uh, dehydration, weight loss, uh, lethargy, lack of appetite, diarrhea, loose stools and stuff like that um, and I was pissed because at this point when we got the results um, Athena had been around Boots, you know, and I was like, Athena is going to get sick. I'm really upset. I'm more than that. I'm upset that, you know, well, like every other adoption people, people that adopt dogs, what a way of wording it, Laura, um, go in good faith, you know, and trust that these dogs, they get are healthy and ready to be home, rehomed. And she had all the vaccinations, Boots did, and and we got the paperwork and everything but so i was upset i was like athena's gonna get sick um we we had to be quarantined for two weeks and we did our best we basically confined the boots to uh philip's office and we would take her out to the front of the 
front yard to poop, we would clean all the poop, um, pick it up and throw it away. Um, apparently, it is um, coccidia spread when dogs lick their own poop or something like that. Um, that's really gross. I don't know. But yeah, so in the process, we were trying to potty train her. She's, she's doing good. She, she finally learned how to use a pee pad. And let me tell you, she didn't for the longest time. And I dreaded coming home after work, exhausted and spending one hour cleaning all the shit and the pee and the room and sweeping and mopping. And then she would rip the pee pads and, I mean, I had gotten used already, used to Athena just being such a good dog at potty training, um, where I just would come home and she would not, she would not pee or poop, you know, when we were away at work. Um, if she did, I, I mean, I wouldn't get up, I hated it, but I wouldn't be upset at her, you know, um, she would wait to go outside and, but now it's like lessen that with boots, it's lessening. I think it's quicker. Nevertheless, she got her second medicine dose after two weeks, and right now we're already, the third week has ended, and they can be together again. We had a lot of issues, too, because Athena hated boots. Like, she would lunge at her and bite her, and they're both tiny. Like, they're two months apart. And Boots is so calm compared to Athena. She's very calm. She's very sweet. Um, she wants to be around you. She likes when you cuddle her. And Athena's the opposite. Like, she's a, she's a, Athena's, they're both adorable. Athena's so freaking cute. She's the cutest little cream white mini schnauzer. Um, little princess who's never, she, who hasn't suffered the hard life. I mean, Boots is a street bitch. And she hated her. And it was really difficult for us to, <laughs> get them acclimated but one of philip's friends recommended that we put boots in a kennel in the same room as athena but separate at night and that seemed to work that seemed to work and it was so funny because she would at the start she would bark all night and that was another annoying thing that we never had that issue with athena like athena i think was crate trained better um when we got her from you know her former family we got her at three months and yeah athena wouldn't bark at night or wouldn't wake up and she wouldn't poop in her crate and boots did at first but i mean now knowing that she had worms and stuff like or parasites sorry is it the same thing i don't know um and i guess it's more understandable but she doesn't anymore so that's good um i the a trick that i use on the pee pad is that i get a I, whenever she would pee on the floor, I get a clean pee pad or potty pad, whatever they're called, and I slightly, um, tap it or, you know, in the pee, just a little bit, not a lot to the point where your whole house or room smells like pee, but a little bit, and then she started peeing on the pad, because that was her scent on it, but I struggled so hard, like, so, <laughs> what am I saying, I struggled, um, having her trying to do get on the pee on the pad and i bought that spray that attracts it doesn't work um so it's getting better yeah so hopefully boots has another checkup another stool sample in at the in june like the 10th or so so to check if she still has coccidia but i don't hopefully she doesn't but i guess she's not contagious anymore where we can have athena around her um i've been kind of checking Athena's poop 
like a hawk and it's normal she doesn't have any symptom of it thankfully or anything like that and yeah right now we're a happy little family but guess what boots did last night that i am horrified i don't think i can look at her the same way again she humped athena she got on the back of athena and started humping her can you believe that she's four months old like whoa i was texting my sister like yo boots is like a street skank my little athena she's like i say she's a little evil little princess destroyer goddess of poop and terror but she doesn't know what that is like she was like what is this dog doing and i immediately was like nah you know and i was horrified philip thinks i've i've heard and i've read that dogs that haven't seen other dogs hump don't know really how to especially puppies like they don't do it because they don't know what that is so uh, my guess is or our guess is that boots has seen some stuff you know in that shelter but anyway yeah i guess my annoyance with the shelter and her be having like huxidia kind of ended because a lot of other friends that i met that have adopted dogs have said like oh yeah we adopted our dog from the shelter and they got really sick really fast. Like the first week, we took him to the vet. One said, oh, they told us that she was going to die. And I was like, what? Crazy. She didn't. But she was sick. My sister adopted two her two dogs from the shelter. And one had kennel cough and the other one had like other issues. She, so basically, it's commonly, I guess, known that shelter dogs come in a little wormy, I guess. So... That was an interesting time. So, yeah. And I recently bought them these treats. And I got them at Walmart. So, I think they're like the ones that are like cheaper quality. I sh I'm not going to do that anymore. And Boots started getting like loose stool again. And I was concerned. I was like, no, don't tell me she has that again. Because her poop was fine for like two weeks. Um... But I, I read that treats can cause that. So I stopped giving her those treats and it's back to normal. So my guess is like, I guess she's very sensitive compared to Athena. We do have them on Purina Pro uh, dry food. Um, and it's really good. The vet recommended it. My sister recommended it. Um, we had them briefly on well, Athena on Blue Buffalo and it was bad. Like we had her on a, like a week and she, she would get like constipated. She wouldn't eat the food. And I've had another friend who had really bad, uh, uh, experience with blue buffalo for her. What she have? And it's like an English. No, it's, um, Boston Terrier. Oh, his name is Starkey and he's crazy too. Um, and he had a lot of issues with allergies and intestinal issues and, the bet told her it was the blue buffalo. They don't recommend it. So she also recommended Prina Pro. It's a little pricey. Oh, yeah, it is. But um, whatever it is to keep our doggies safe and healthy, right? So anyway, sorry for the long-winded. I am very long-winded. I'm sorry. My brain's all over the place. I'm an Aquarius. I like to blame that. So anyway, into the egg cleansing part of this episode. So if you've heard of egg cleansing... In Spanish, we call them limpia um, con un huevo. Um, it's basically something that is commonly used when it comes to cleansing yourself of negative energy, of hexes, of things like that. Um, I mean, growing up, my parents, my mom would do that. Like she would sometimes every now and then she would cleanse us with an egg. She would basically take it out of the fridge or at room temperature it had to be. And 
before bed, she would, you know, do the Lord's Prayer or the Hail Mary and quietly. Um, and she would rub the egg all over our head or, you know, our body. And um, she would then crack the egg into a, a water, a glass with water. And basically, whatever shows up on the egg is kind of reveals the things that have been going on that have been attached to you or sent to you or if anybody gave you the evil eye. And she would also use like a branch or pieces of fresh spearmint or um, rosemary herbs alongside the egg, but she doesn't, you don't really have to. Um, I grew up, I'm a Mexican-American, so that's something that was common for us. And I remember every time she would do it, I would always get these tingling sensation, like, like goosebumps all over my body. And it had this really weird calming effect. Um, and I didn't really... I don't know, but I didn't really believe in it when I was a kid or even as that long ago, really. Um, but the reason why I bring it up is because I am on my second egg cleansing of the week. I did my first egg cleansing in a long time yesterday. And I read that you should do it three consecutive days until the egg seems back to like appears normal. The reason being, I've just been feeling I've almost gotten into it with the neighbor. We moved in like in like four months ago, guys. If you if you haven't listened, we bought this house in January or December, end of December, moved in January, and um our na- one of our neighbors, he's in law enforcement and he's an old Caucasian man. Um and only bring in race because obviously we're different races. But I, I don't mean uh, maybe I should cut it out. But anyway, like I'm describing him. <laughs> That's nothing bad. But anyway, he's... They're so nosy, dude. Like, their house is so... Like, if you look at it from the front street, like the street in the front, the front door, it's very wide. So they don't have a lot of space next to their house. And our house is not very wide from the front view. It's long, like vertically long from, you know, so we have more space on our sides of the, our, the sides of our house. And of course, I'm into now, I don't know why, like every other basic B-I-T-C-H, um, I'm into gardening. I'm into planting. I have this vision of this kind of slash modern slash not really farmhouse, but kind of like French inspired. I don't know. My house doesn't even look like that, but you know, that's my thing. So I, I don't, I, I want a beautiful garden. I want an herb garden. That's nothing to do with France. I know. Let me go on the rant. I want an herb garden. Athena has eaten my rosemary. She dug up my, um, this beautiful plant my dad gave me that I planted in the back yard. She has destroyed my sweet basil, which I also planted in the, my little herb garden. And she's a little monster. <laughs> of course. Boots, of course she isn't, but Athena is. So anyway, I've been planting trees and plants and flowers around the front yard of the house. I did a bougainvillea plant my dad gave me. Um, I did another one, which I can't recall. It's a beautiful red flower. He also, um, my dad was so sweet. He put some, they're not tulips, but they kind of look like tulips. I think in Spanish you call them tulipan. I don't know what they are, but they're like red flowers or some are different. So anyway. I bought this like monstera, what's it called? Mo- monstera, 
mozzarella i don't know i think that's so wrong it's like it looks like a palm tree but with like really fat leaves and it's so cool like a lot of people have them inside the house i don't know why i decided to put it outside the house on the border of our yard with this law enforcement neighbor let me preface this by saying that so let me preface by saying that i have nothing against law enforcement I think you would know that by now if you've listened before, but every episode I feel like I need to kind of summarize things about myself, this podcast, just in case somebody new comes in. I don't know. Sorry. And um, I have immediate family that are in law enforcement, and they're cool people. I get Sometimes they get bad rep, but a lot of them are assholes, man. Anyway, this guy is an asshole. Um, apparently... Um, my mother-in-law has co-workers that live in this area, this neighborhood, of course. And she said that all the neighbors seemed very friendly, but she heard that the law enforcement caught my neighbor, lucky me. Ugh, I'm so lucky. That he just keeps to himself, and of course that's aka that's being an asshole, right? Because he's probably an asshole. Let me say this. I am not one to be close with my neighbors. Phil and his family, they're like, they go to the neighbors for New Year's. I don't want to be good friends with my neighbors. Like, I'll be, I'll be friendly. Sure, if you need anything, anything, like, I'm, we're here. But I'm not one to be too buddy buddy with the neighbors because I feel like I just want to keep my space. Nevertheless, I'm really freaking courteous to everyone, especially my neighbors, because I know that some neighbors can be neighbors from hell. And I just want to mind my own business, stay in my little house, my dry-ass grass, and be courteous. Like, yeah, if you need something, sure, whatever. You know? But don't, don't try to be, like, step up on me, because it's not gonna work. Um, so anyway... So that was our first introduction. He's we've seen them around in the yard um because his house is so wide like they're semi close to our house. Like they ignore us. They never say hi or anything. Not not even like they can they don't need to strike up a conversation cuz I don't really like to converse with people other than you guys. But like like a hello, you know, like our other neighbors introduce themselves, the ones with the schnauzers, the little puppies. Um they live in my friend's old house and they basically, you know, they this is a younger couple. They said um Hi, they give me their number, like, oh, they introduce themselves, you, if you need anything, you know, we're here. Very cordial, very nice. But these guys, you just get that vibe. You just get that vibe from them that they're just not, you get some negative juju. So I've been, because the fact that they're in their gate, like their backyard gate is on our side of the house, near our kitchen window, like, I want to create this border um with trees with a hedge i don't know i'm looking into italian cypress trees those thin ones that grow really tall i've already looked into how much they would cost me and i yeah anyway i was planting some other tree or plant there and the guy comes out like he passes right next to me like right next to me because it's like on the border of towards his property and i made sure to not go over his property i even planted my little palm looking plant like one or two feet inside like towards ours like our house just to be sure and of course i'm like oh it'll be awkward for me not to say hi so i said oh hi hello and he totally ignored me he turned the other way 
and he pretended. He pretended like he was gonna go get some small ass pot, an empty pot, and go back. He was just snooping. And then I heard, and I was watering the plants also. And then I heard his wife inside the backyard, but I could hear it say like, "Oh, either she's watering our grass or she's watering the grass, something like that." Of course, this he doesn't have to say hello. My point is, they're nosy. Um, if I'm in my backyard, my herb garden is on that side of the house where their property is. The, our our fence is like a wooden fence, but um. I'm there digging and whatever. I could hear them come out and be on that side. Just ever. Like, they are never in their backyard, dude. And they have dogs. Like, they're never in their backyard. I never hear their dogs in the backyard. Um, sometimes they'll be at, have like barbecues out there in special events. But other than that, they're never out. Like, I'm usually outside because of the dogs or whatever. And every time I'm outside or on that side of the yard, they have to come out. Like, if I'm touching their fence, like, if I'm, t- you know, you just it's too obvious so and i don't like them so because of that i want to create like a border where i don't have to see their freaking face not to mention the fact that um they live on my right side like if you're inside my house you're they live on my right side basically um on the left side on the edge we and the neighbors on that side, the schnauzers that live on my right side, the schnauzers, I'm going to call them. Um, we put any bags or leaves or trash for the city to pick up on that side, right? And the city, of course, we live in an amazing city. They take like three weeks to get it. But whether it's palm trees, uh, debris or whatever. And, well, I caught this dude on this side. One of his family members that lives in that house literally walk in front of my yard, obviously, he did use a sidewalk. Well, I think he stepped on the grass, if I'm mistake, not mistaken. And I saw him because the painter was here. And throw, like, four bags of garbage bags, huge stuffed, on our, on our left side. And it's like, yo, like, what the fuck? Is this a neighborhood dump? No, everybody has their little stash. Why are you not putting it on your end? You know what I mean? If they would be not douchey and nosy and like petty if like my schnauzer neighbors i wouldn't mind like fuck yeah go throw it in there let's see do pick it up later i don't mind but they're assholes and i was like is it me am i being overly like defensive or sensitive or what so i told my family and like my friends and they're like oh hell no what an asshole I'm like he shouldn't do that you can make a report like a neighborhood report or something um because he put it on my property. It's this, the corner, the left front corner of my property. You know what I mean? It's like, imagine if I would have done that on his. I can't even be in my front yard or my backyard on that side of the house. Because they're always fucking snooping. So it's like, I was like, no, he's a law enforcement. I don't want to like make him, make him hate us more than I don't know why. Um, we just moved in. It's not like we throw parties. It's not like we even put music outside. It's not like we have trash in the front yard making the neighborhood look ugly. It's nothing. Like we've given them, we rarely come out of the house. Like we, we have not given them zero reasons. We don't have friends over all the time where they're like, um, what's it called? Parked all over. Like my sister came over once and she parked on the edge of our property, on her property, on the edge, like the street. And he was out there making sure that like, she didn't cross. You know what I mean? And let me see. Let me say. My rent is almost done. 
I was looking at the deed of our house and the property, the perimeter, all the map of our property, the square footage. I don't know what it's called, but you know what I mean. From our house to the fence is 15 feet, 14 and a half to 15 feet, one or the two. And I measured it. I mean, I'm not that smart, let's be honest, but I know how to measure using a measuring tape. It measured 13 feet. So if it's, let's say, 14 and a half feet, that means that fence is ours. Like, it's old as fuck. Like, they didn't, they haven't lived here that long. I think they moved in in 2015 because I'm also a researcher. I looked up the property taxes. Um, and that house, and this house were built in like the 80s. So it's like, that's our fence. So if it, from my house to that, um, fence is 13 feet, they're keeping a foot and a half. You know what I mean? My friend had an issue with her neighbors hogging a, she lived in a, she lives in a cul-de-sac and she had issues with about this with her neighbors and she even brought a, an appraiser, what's it called? To appraise, not even appraiser, I don't know what they're called, surveyor, um, to survey the house and the measurements and like they had to freaking move their fence because they were hogging like way more than that. They were hogging like four or five feet from each side from her property and they were of course pissed about it. So I'm like thinking, that's our fence. Like, and this fence is old too. Another issue I have is that on that side, of course, where their, their side, the wooden fence is really old. Like they're, and it's spaced apart. Did I mention this in another episode? It's like spaced apart a little too much, more than I think it should. And they can see through our yard. And I don't like that. So I'm thinking, that's like, my gut is saying that, that fence is on my property. And it's basically mine. So if I want to make a new fence, a newer one, imagine the shit they're going to tell me. Like, they're probably going to make a big deal out of it. I don't know how it goes by whether you have to notify them. Like, yo, we're going to remove this fence. How am I going to ask him? Like, is this your fence? Because I know it's not. He wouldn't know because he bought the house not that long ago and we did too. But according to my measurements, the fence on both sides of the house are on our property. Because from the house to the fence, it should be, per the deed that I have, the survey, it should be 14 and a half feet, I think. And it's 13. What do you guys think? Anyway. So, yeah. Fuck the neighbor. And I've been feeling a lot of bad juju, like, because of that. And that's just the beginning. I was like, man, and this guy fucking tells me one more time because I've also been taking boots. Because she's been, like, having quarantine i've been taking her to the front of the yard front of the house to poop and pee and i would take her to the side of the house on both sides to do so as well so i feel every time i go i feel like they have an eye on me like why is she on this side but it's like bitch you forget that i have more side property than you do on the sides of the house you know what i mean and there's no border dividing it i don't know i guess this part this neighborhood you can't have front fences i don't know so it's like, and I make sure not to go on his side or anything like that. But I think he thinks he's delusional. And I feel like they think, they forget, like, I have more side property than you. If that makes sense. So I never knew. I was like, there's no way I would get be in fight with neighbors. And I'm not one to quarrel with neighbors. But if you throw the first punch, I mean, I'm not going to just turn the other cheek. I know the Bible says that, but I'm not in certain things. I'm not going to do that. I'm sorry. 
So anyway, aside from that, all the plants and flowers that I've been putting in the yard, in the front yard, in the backyard, they're all dead. And I have a pretty decent hand. And my gra our grass is all dry and dead to the f on the front side and the backyard too so severely dry that the ground is cracking like it's like not the ground like the dirt ground is cracking and philip and i actually just came home from the home depot because of it we went to buy um fertilizer and um some other stuff you need to do the gr the ground for prevention bought some sprinklers and stuff i'm not gonna lie like this house, it was obvious that the previous owners did took no uh, care of the lawn or the front or the back of the house or did any updates to the house. I mean, given that, it's in good condition, but it does need some tweaking and modernizing, I guess. So we're going to do that. He's going to do that, Phil, tomorrow, hopefully. And um, anyway, I was telling my parents about it, and my dad's like, you should cleanse the house, like the front yard and the backyard and your plants. And he told me the story about this man, he, um, one of his friends, that he has a lot of um, pepper plants, like, uh, p uh, what's it called? Like, jalapeno pepper plants, uh, serrano, pekin, I don't know what's it called in English. Um, all these spicy little peppers. Uh, and that he show he would, he makes food with them, obviously, you know, as Mexicans, <laughs> we like our spicy food. And salsas, and that he showed to showed them to one guy that came over his house once. And after that guy came over, they all died, like they all dried. And he was shocked, like this never happened before. They've been here for years and years and years, and I've cared for my little pepper garden, and now they're dead. So he was like, maybe he thinks they gave him unfortunate, like the evil eye, you know, like jealousy, like or whatever it might be. And he says that he like got an egg and cleansed his plants, like just like. I guess, said the Lord's Prayer or something all over his plants and his yard. And after that, like, his plants came back to life. Like, the peppers, like, the pepper plants started producing more peppers again. It was, it's weird. So I was like, you know what? I should do that. So, God, how long has it been? It's the longest time. 20 minutes more. Sorry. Um, I got an egg yesterday. No, the day before the day one night one and at night when the sun set because i was a little self-conscious i started at the back of the like the backyard and i basically it was room temperature and i got a little branch of spearmint it was small i couldn't have a big one unfortunately but basically i called an archangel michael and i i asked him to please help me cut away any cords any negativity cleanse my backyard and my myself and everyone in my house and my our property and surrounded and whatever and <clears throat> not whatever but you know and i started saying the lord's prayer over and over again as i walked the perimeter of the backyard and over my little herb garden and all over the yard the dogs were following me and then i went inside the house and went in every room and kind of continued that lord's prayer on repeat um kind of just motioning around the house in circles and around myself and phil and then I didn't go to the front yard because I was very self-conscious again because of the freaking neighbors. I was like, no, then they're going to think I'm, if they hate me now, then think I'm, they're going to think I'm crazier, you know? So I just stopped at the backyard and inside the house and then I got a glass of water and I cracked the egg and immediately it started being weird, but I've read that you just let it sit, you put it under your bed or you leave it on the counter overnight and the next day you throw it away. 
So I left it underneath the bed, and then the next day, it was completely coated in white. Like, the egg looked almost boiled, like cooked. Um, it was weird. <laughs> My mom's had that one egg before, like, that happened. That's because she has, I don't know, negative energy. So I was like, yeah, there's no way I did not get bad juju from people, either my, either than freaking neighbors, um, other people in my other parts of my life. Um, whether it might be like negative energy, maybe I'm not, I mean, I'm not, I'm not an amazing, I don't have a gr perfect life, but I don't know, maybe jealousy or something of uh, uh, the house we got. Um, mean people that i don't know some people are just mean and in and innately unkind and mean-spirited and there's a lot of that surrounding workplace and everywhere else so it's like i wouldn't be surprised um you know even if you don't have anything people that don't like you will find a reason to hate you or you know what i mean or curse you for that even more um so i did that and that egg was completely cooked basically it was this like white mantle completely surrounding it the egg white part was just completely white white and my mom was like oh that's really let's that's, that's negative energy i've read that um if you have spikes that go from your egg towards the surface means a lot of jealousy um if you have like a black or red speck on the egg that means that there's illness or like if it's red it's like an illness that maybe somebody might have or you might have and you don't know um or if it's black dots that means it's like a hex that was placed on you um if the egg floats to the middle that means that somebody did like black magic or a hex on you but this egg was towards the bottom but it was just like it looked like it was cooked it was crazy so I flushed it on the toilet, I said another little prayer, and last night, day two, when the sun set, I was like, no, I'm going to do the front yard. So I did the front yard again for the first time, and I, I called on Archangel Michael, I asked him to protect our property, our home, ourselves, and cleanse us and our home and our property of anything, of negative energies that might want to come in, negative wishes that others might have on us, jealousy, whatever it might be and i went around the perimeter of the front yard i was like just make it fast and don't look to you know see if the neighbors come out or whatever and i i, I had that excuse of having boots in the front yard on a leash and like walking around with her um and then i immediately once i was finished i said it a couple of times um the the lord's prayer then i went into the house i went into, inside the garage i went all over the cars um uh our room, every room in the house, the backyard again. Um, and then I came and put and cracked the egg in a glass of water. And there was two little bubbles at the very top. So the thing is with egg cleansing, there's a lot of different interpretations. And everybody might have either depending on your culture or just or not there's people that interpret things differently like some people might say that the two bubbles are your spirit guides protecting you others people might say that two bubbles means um jealous jealousy um there was one little spike from the bottom of the egg from the bottom from the egg to the surface and the egg was basically cooked again not fully cooked but the egg white was completely um 
not opaque and it was like super white it looked like it was cooked and there's like this little bubble almost round thing on the surface of the egg like on the egg yolk almost like that i think that's what the the eye means like the evil eye and it didn't look like a normal egg i've had eggs in my childhood and early adulthood my mom would do that egg cleanse and they wouldn't look like that you know they would look like kind of normal you know so i felt a lot of that that equals equates to me that it's not a very it was there's some bad juju bad negativity around and i'm gonna do it again tonight see what comes out i've read i don't know if it comes out like that again am i gonna keep doing it i'll do it next week maybe i'm gonna finish all my eggs um but apparently the egg it like means fertility and represents fertility and um reincarnation another stuff depending on your cultural or spiritual beliefs so that's why it is used as a vessel like as to absorb negative energy and helps trap it in a way and disperse it out of your life um so when you do an egg cleansing whenever you feel you can do one whenever you feel really tired or whenever you feel like you've been having nightmares or you feel like in my case that you have negativity around you or maybe people that things that are affecting like when if you have a business and everything's going south then you're like maybe i should do an egg cleansing maybe somebody gave me the evil eye um the evil eye means like oh somebody hate like oh like hates you because they're jealous or because they just you're successful or because they have something that that you have something that they don't like it could be financial it could be different things that they just don't want you to be happy don't want you to succeed in different areas whatever it is um so hopefully my plants come back to life hopefully my tree blossoms we have this huge tree which uh spurs little white flowers all over um it's super it's super cute and it, it they all all the flowers died all the flowers are gone and it was blossoming you can follow me on tiktok i'm gonna put my let me give you my name I don't have any really any TikToks. They're not that great, let's be honest. But it's basically my dog's TikTok. It's um, Athena. And we're new to TikTok. It's a Athena and then A-D-O. Athenado, basically. A-T-H-E-N-A-A-D-O. I also have a Twitter by the handle is... It's my personal Twitter. Laura, E-T-C, L-O-R-A-E-T-C. Um... I'm going to put a picture there or a little video there when the tree was so beautiful. And it, it reminded me like of a cherry blossom tree. It's not, of course, it's not as pretty, but that was, that's what it reminded me. And I was like, well, maybe that tree's no longer like the blossom, the flowers are no longer going on this type of May or this type of, or this time, I guess. But then this tree, there's, you can see them everywhere else in town and they're blossoming. So it's like, there's something going on. <sighs> for sure so yes if you've never done it before don't be afraid i my mom always would do it for me but now i'm like i can do it and just if you don't know how if you don't want to say the lord's prayer or you're not really spiritual or you're not um religious or maybe you're not a believer in that, but you want to do an egg cleansing it's the thing is egg cleansing is very it's kind of universal it's uh it goes across religions and cultures so it's not like a 
solely Catholic thing or it's not solely a pagan thing, you know, people of different backgrounds or beliefs use it. And I think I don't I'm basically a Catholic. Um not very devout, but I am. I was raised one and I, I like to go to mass here and there now. I don't know why, but I do. Um yeah, I don't think it's witchcraft. Of course, if you're a witch and you want to you and you want to say it's witchy, sure, go for it. To each their own, you know. But um, it's not like oh, that's witchcraft is bad. I don't think so. I think like a, a very devout person saying that, like a very Christian or Catholic person saying that. I don't. I don't. I personally don't agree with. I think that um, like this uh, like Samantha Fay from the uh, podcast Psychic Teachers once said, like as long as you have God in the center of everything. It's not bad, you know what I mean? And good in, you're good in your intentions are known, not to other people maybe all the time, but the universe or God knows your intentions. So if you're doing mean shit, like doing a little spell or doing a little something, evil wish towards others, karma hears you, you know, and it's gonna come, you know? So I don't think it's like, a, oh, it's a witchcraft, that's like the devil. I don't think so, but, um, yeah so yeah like so if you want to try it you could just get an egg make sure it's room temperature um some people have seen them douse it with alcohol like um uh rubbing alcohol others i've seen others just put it over the flame very briefly like the stove flame to warm it up slightly just like a like three seconds and then it's ready my mom would do that but i don't have it i have an electric stove so that sucks right but i do so i don't do that but um and then just rub it all over your body start from the, your head like your crown chakra as they say and like rub it in circles you can maybe envision all the negative energy leaving and going into the egg um or if you don't want to say a prayer stuff like that and go all the way down your body your arms your fingers your torso your back your bottom uh, your legs, your feet, and then do that a couple of times and then just crack the egg into water. Um, I recently saw on TikTok that some people return to sender in quotation marks by putting a bunch of pepper and like every spicy thing they can find in their house into the water, into the cracked egg in water um, to return to sender, to return whatever was sent to you to the person. I personally... Uh, I'm not gonna do that because I mean God can take care of them. <laughs> I just don't. I I I don't know. I think karma will take care of whoever it is, whatever they do on their own time. And I just want it rid. I just want to rid that energy from me. Um, but if you can, I don't think it's anything bad if you do that. Return to sender. But I personally, I don't love that. I don't like that idea that much. But if you do it, go for it. But just remember to flush it in the next morning down the toilet. I also read that you shouldn't look at the egg over the glass, only towards, only on the side. And I've also saw on TikTok recently that you shouldn't look at it as it's going down the toilet for some reason. Apparently, you could absorb the negativity again. So just look away. Um, and yeah, the egg cleansing. I think it's pretty powerful. I've also, um, when I was a kid, I remember my mom would do that with my baby sister whenever she would, she would be really sick or have a fever. Sometimes people do it with their babies, like, or sometimes they'll put that, like, little evil eye bracelet on their little, like, their feet, like, their leg. Um, because, you know, sometimes people, they'll, it's like a Mexican thing, I think. Maybe another 
cultures too, but like, oh, the baby's really fuzzy. It's she's crying or he's crying, has a fever, he's sick. I think somebody gave him the eye, you know, the evil eye. So let me do a little cleansing with the, to the baby and they feel better. Maybe it's a belief. Maybe it's all in our head. Maybe it is God cleansing. I don't know, but might as well. It's worth a try. So why not go for it?